Hello everyone and welcome to a special edition of Simplifying the Sod. We just finished the holiday of Shemini Atzeret Simchat Torah and that's really the culmination of three weeks of holidays. And today really was a very special day. I hope you had an amazing day dancing with the Torah. The rabbis tell us that if we dance with the Torah today, uh, we, we make up for all the times we danced in the wrong places with the wrong people. But there's something very, very special. We read today, Vezot HaBeracha. Vezot HaBeracha, and this is the blessing. And the question is, as tonight begins Isruchag, tomorrow, uh, Wednesday is Isruchag, and in a way, because we don't say Tachanun, we, uh, we say Yihishem through the end of the month, through Rosh Chodesh, and the, till the second day of Cheshvan. So for a, a really a full week, is the full week also potentially like Isruchag? Can we carry the blessing, the special day of Shmini Atzeret Simchat Torah? Can we carry that over and bring that blessing in tomorrow and for the rest of the month? And there's something very, very special about the blessing of Shmini Atzeret. The, the, the today, if you notice, everyone dances with the Torah. Everyone is invited into the middle to dance with the Torah. And it's very interesting because it's different from the Simchat Bet Shavah, the, the water, the water joy that was, that was done in the Beth HaMikdash, where only the, the rabbis, only the, the, the top were the ones who danced and everyone else watched. But in Simchat Torah, everybody is involved. We gave a class uh, last year on Vezot HaBeracha. If you have a chance, you may want to go back and look at it. On the special idea of this number eight, Shmini Atzeret is the number eight. And very briefly, we explained the difference between the system of seven and 49, which is within nature, and the system of eight and 50, which is beyond nature. We know that uh, seven represents many of the things within nature. We spoke about... Uh, the seven uh, colors in the rainbow, the seven days of the week, the seven notes within music. Uh, everything in nature seems to revolve around this idea of seven. And when we go beyond the seven, we go to eight. Eight is beyond nature. We know that the Greeks were very focused on the physical world. And this physical world is often represented by the space. By space, we have North, west, east, south, up, down, and we have the center. Those are the seven points. And beyond that is the eighth point. The Greeks who were fond of the beauty of nature, the beauty of the human body, everything was perfect within nature, are represented by the seven. And B'nai Israel, we go beyond the seven. We go the eight. The holiday that we celebrate in overcoming the Greeks is Hanukkah, and Hanukkah has eight. We have the Brit Milah, which is taking the body to the next level of perfection, and that's on the eighth day. And Shemini Atzeret, which is a holiday set apart for the Jewish people, different from the other seven days where we bring the sacrifices for all of the nations of the world, the eighth day is separated. The concept also of Shemini Atzeret is the seven days are the seven days of celebration of the wedding, and the eighth day is together alone, just you and me. And this is the idea, we're together alone, just us with Hashem. And this idea of eight also is beyond nature because even the people who cannot come back to Hashem through a normal way, through the seven, 
have the possibility to come through the eight. Go through the class and you, you'll see the beautiful idea which revolves around the, uh, the Evedivri and how we understand from there. But there's also another idea that I saw. It was brought by Rabbi Chaim Rosenblatt in the name of Rabbi Moshe Wolfson. And he quotes a Gemara in Moed Katan with Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. He told his son to go to certain individuals to receive a beracha, to receive a blessing. And they gave him a very strange blessing. The blessing upset him so much because it sounded like a curse. And he was so upset that he went back to his father and he said, not only didn't they bless me, but they cursed me and they caused me tremendous pain. And his father explained to him, no, really they couched a blessing within the words that they said. The question is, why was it necessary to do that? And they quote the Nezer HaKadosh, who explains that a prayer never returns empty-handed from Hashem. Hashem is the source of mercy. Nevertheless, sometimes we pray and our prayers are blocked. They're blocked by angels who attempt to block us. The Zohar Kadosh says, though, that the angels can hear our words and they could refuse to take the words or block the words from going. But they can't read our thoughts. So if we bury a blessing within words that sound like a curse then the angels can't do anything. And we see that Moshe Rabbeinu, which we read right before Rosh Hashanah, we read the 98 curses, and many say that within those curses, really Moshe is hiding the blessings in his mind for Bnei Israel, so the angels couldn't block the blessing. But if that's the case, then how do we have this perasha, Vezot HaBeracha? Vezot HaBeracha is a beracha straight out, nothing hidden, nothing hidden at all. Because on this day of Simchat Torah, on this day of Shemini Atzeret, on this eighth day, which is beyond nature, there's no blockages. Everything goes straight. And the idea is, this same, same advantage that we have on Shemini Atzeret, on Simchat Torah, this same advantage definitely continues into Isruchak, which is again tonight and tomorrow. And I'm going to propose that it also will enter through the rest of the month. But what do we have to do to access this? What do we have to do to access this beracha? And this is a beracha without end. A beracha without end, without blockage. Hashem wants to give us constantly. This is a beracha, no blocks going up, no blocks coming down. How do we access? Now we begin the cycle of the Torah one more time. And when we spoke about it on Shabbat, we spoke about an interesting thing. Why is it that when we finish the, the Zot HaBeracha and we, we read the words, Le'enei Kol Yisrael, we connect those words immediately without a Kaddish, we connect those words without a Misha Berach directly to Bereshit Bara Elohim. So again, if you have a chance to listen to that class, we explain a little bit the... Uh, on a very high level, but in the simplest level, when we finish something, we begin anew. Because with B'nai Israel, there's not a linear system. It's not we begin at A, Bereshit, and we end at Z, Vezot HaBeracha. What it is, it's, it's a cylindrical system that's rising and rising and rising and rising. So when we come back to that point in the cylinder, 
when we come back to it, we're at Bereshit again, but at a level higher. And it's up to us to take that Bereshit to a level higher. We have to make a commitment now in these couple of days. You know, it's all so strange. Bereshit is probably the most difficult perasha in the entire Torah. And we have so few days to study it. But now is to make a commitment and say, you know, beginning with Bereshit, I'm going to connect to the Torah. Because the answer in accessing this Beracha is in these days to make that commitment to marry the Torah, to bind ourselves to the Torah. And Bezrat Hashem, we're going to talk about it a little more tomorrow, the next day, in the, in the beautiful introduction to Bereshit of the Orah Chaim HaKadosh. But for now, realize that we have unlimited blessing on a supernatural level, which is not subject to nature, not even the nature of angels. It's beyond nature. We have the ability to connect to the highest level without a blockage. But we have to turn the light on. We have to press the button. We have to turn on the switch. When we turn on the switch below, it allows the flow from above to come down to us. Bezrat Hashem will, take, will, will, will commit to this now. If we haven't committed it already, now, tonight, tomorrow, commit yourself through this week and say, okay Hashem, I'm with the Torah. I'm going to go on a journey with the Torah this year. I'm going to go week by week through the Torah. I'm going to pick some, some, mefaresh, some, some way to study the Torah that I didn't do. The simplest level, we can take the Torah and study it just with Rashi. Make the commitment, I'm going to study every week with Rashi. Or you want to read it more of a story. Make the commitment to read it. The Me'am Lo'ez every week, I'm going to read the Me'am Lo'ez on the Perasha. Or I'm going to read the Sena Urena on the Perasha. Stories that will take me through and teach me so much. Or go to a higher level. Say, you know what Hashem, this year I'm going to commit to learn the Torah with the Ramban, Nachmanides, or I'm going to learn the Torah with the Ora Chaim Kadosh, or I'm going to learn the Torah with Rabbeinu Bachya, or I'm going to learn the Torah with the Shelah Kadosh. I'm going to pick one of these teachers and allow them to hold my hand and go through the year with the Torah. If I make this commitment now, now is the time I have to make it, then Hashem will certainly bless us with blessings beyond nature with blessings that are infinite, with kol mishalot libenu letova. Skul shanim rabot neimo vetovot.